We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Spurs Up show. That's Gamecocks podcast on the internet. Today is Tuesday, December the 29th, 2020. On today's show, we continue to discuss Shane Beamer's inaugural coaching staff at South Carolina. I will grade Shane Beamer's coaching staff to this point. I will go through each of the seven assistants, the four retentions, and the three new coaches, and I will give my grade, what I think of each hire, go down the list, as, again, we continue to break down Shane Beamer's coaching staff at South Carolina. Also, I'll let you guys know what I'm hearing. The latest rumblings on the Gamecocks defensive coordinator. Who will it be? When will he be named? All that and more on a Pack Tuesday show. And it's all brought to you by our friends over at Upstate Movers Group. Guys, Upstate Movers Group, superior moving service. They bring care and attention other companies can't offer because they're just too busy maintaining trucks and profiting off of them instead of focusing on service. Guys, service is what separates Upstate Movers Group from the competition. By the way, they're not a trucking company. They are a moving services company, and they're also employee-owned co-op, guys. Their movers are paid twice the industry average, and everyone on the crew is just as invested in the success of the project as you are. They have dedicated professional crew members, and they also offer black glove service. They offer end-to-end packing services, custom crating and packaging for special items, and cleaning services as well. They're founded by Greenville Natives and University of South Carolina alumni, guys, so a Gamecock-owned small business. They also offer 20 years of project management and moving experience, and they can offer logistics and solutions that traditional moving companies, guys, simply do not have the skills for. Whether you're in the upstate or across the state of South Carolina, if you have any moving needs right now as we go into 2021, whenever, be sure to check out my friends over at Upstate Movers Group. Guys, you can find them on social media at Upstate Movers Group and, of course, their website, upstatemoversgroup.com. That is upstatemoversgroup.com. Guys, the show is also brought to you by our friends over at My Bookie. Guys, with 2021 right around the corner, My Bookie's been in a giving mood, a $250 risk-free bet on Thanksgiving, boosted odds and free bets every hour of Black Friday, and they continue to give away more freebies for Cyber Monday. Guys, for a sports book that's supposed to be in the business of making money, they were giving it away. That's just one of the reasons why I've been rolling with my bookie this season. Guys, the fact is this. If you're going to put some action on the games, whether you're betting NFL, NCAA, college football, college hoops, whatever your preference, you want to do it with a reputable brand like my bookie. Guys, you can make a deposit using the promo code GAMECOCKS. That's promo code GAMECOCKS, and they'll match you halfway to give you a head start on building your bankroll. Guys, put in $200, get an extra $100 to play with. Joining and depositing is a simple process, and it's quick. But more importantly, when it's time to get paid, that's quick too. Treat yourself some extra cash in your pocket this holiday season by investing in your intuition, guys. It's not just winter season, it's winning season. So bet, win, and get paid with my bookie. Let's get it.
is up, guys? I'm Chris Phillips. Here's the Spurs Up show. As always, appreciate you guys tuning in. Happy Tuesday. Hope you're all doing well. Got a lot to get into here on a Tuesday afternoon. It's a beautiful day in the city, by the way. Beautiful sunny skies on Monday. It actually warmed up a little bit. What, like 60, mid-60s almost? The South kind of weather, it cannot make up its mind. But guys, again, thank you so much for tuning in here on a Tuesday. Again, I don't know how people, by the way, and I'm not talking in the corporate world. I'm talking like in the sports world, like what I do. I can't fathom how there's some people, and again, teach their own, but some people that are taking this week off from covering South Carolina or making content or anything like that. I just simply couldn't do it. Maybe I'm twisted in the head. Maybe I'm wired differently, but there is so much going on and so much happened on Monday, and we're going to dive into all of it. But I'll tell you guys, diving right into the show, you guys probably saw we post an article on Monday, and I want to give a shout-out to Anderson Dreyer, by the way, because Anderson has done a fantastic job posting content, submitting articles. He does a lot of the written content that you guys see. He graded Shane Beamer's latest staff additions and retentions. So went down all the seven assistants that have been that are on Shane Beamer's staff, went down and gave them an individual grade. And I was sitting there thinking for today's show, I was like, what are we going to talk about today? What, what kind of theme can we put on the show for Tuesday? And I thought to myself, you know what? That's actually a great idea. So Anderson, if you're listening, I hope you don't mind me piggybacking uh, off of that fantastic piece you submitted. But you know what? I figure why not? So I'm going to go down. I'm going to give an individual letter grade to each of the individual assistants on Shane Beamer's staff. Again, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Really do appreciate it. Obviously, again, updating the schedule because it is New Year's week. I know it's kind of weird. Podcast Monday through Friday, as you guys already know, podcast is normal. The Daily Crow as normal as well. Noon to one every single day. Monday's edition of the Daily Crow was absolutely insane. Tons of you calling in, tons of questions, and I truly do appreciate it. But hey, normal schedule this week, and I'm fired up about it. Let's go ahead and jump right into this. Grading Shane Beamer's coaching staff to this point. And listen, we, we have to start with the most talked about, the most debated, the most controversial coach that is on this staff right now, and that is offensive coordinator Mike Bobo. Listen, we could spend this entire podcast, and I actually contemplated it, by the way. So you guys are lucky we're not doing it. But uh, we could spend this entire show talking about Mike Bobo because the fan base is so split down the middle on the decision by Shane Bieber, Beamer to retain Mike Bobo. Now, if you've heard anything I've said, I am one that, and I'll tell you this, guys, I'll be totally honest with you. When he took over as interim head coach, and as we were in the season, I was totally against keeping Mike Bobo on board. I, I really was. I thought, honestly, you needed to completely gut the program. You needed to gut a guy like Mike Bobo. You know, he's one of Muschamp's guys. I really wanted someone who was a proven offensive mind in the sense of had run an up-tempo system, had spread it out before, had just runs a more modern offense and had a proven track record of running said modern offense. But the more that I sat down and the more that I began to think about it and break it down critically and, and, and talk to football people, by the way, that know the game of football, that understand the game of football, the more I said to myself, you know what? I actually think South Carolina is in a good spot with Mike Bobo coming back. And you look at some of the comments that Shane Beamer said on Monday, and I want to read some of these off. Quote, and this is Shane Beamer now talking on Mike Bobo. Quote, if you're talking coordinators, there aren't many proven coordinators across the country, especially with SEC experience. There are different guys out there with flashy names. I get it. But a guy that believes in what I believe in, wants to be at Carolina, has done it for a long, long time. Like I said, if he hadn't been on the Carolina staff, I would have tried to hire him. 
I had an SEC football coach, two of them actually, when it was announced Mike was hired, say, quote, that's a big-time hire, end quote. And it's not a guy that's telling me what I want to hear. It's two guys that know football. They said Mike Bobo is as good as they come. Mike also, or excuse me, Shane Beamer also went on to say about Mike Bobo that, you know, to the claims of people saying that, oh, you know, the offenses that, you know, Mike Bobo and Oklahoma ran when he was there, they're totally different. He said that's completely false. He said that's completely false. And so, you know, what I heard from Shane Beamer took away is that they're going to run a lot of what Oklahoma did, but people don't realize they think Oklahoma was air raid and throw it all around and, and miss and throw it 70 times a game. And it's not, dude. Oklahoma wins with the running game. And look at how much better the running game was this year with Mike Bobo. So you take a look at this. And again, I will not, and I said, I think this, I think I said this yesterday. I will not come at a Gamecock fan for feeling like there's something left to be desired. Like they didn't really get it's almost like opening that gift on Christmas morning. And you got the knockoff version of it. Like you're still excited to receive a gift. And you want to be thankful and grateful, but you're just like, uh, it just doesn't have that same shine, that shame, that, that same luster, if you will. So I totally understand where Gamecock fans are coming from. And I'll also say this, had some great banter with fans on Monday on the Daily Crow. There are real, uh, there are real reasons to feel skeptical. There are real reasons to feel a little bit nervous about keeping Mike Bobo on set. There are real reasons to question retaining Mike Bobo as your OC. But I think as a fan, okay, as a fan, when you're you're talking about Mike Bobo and you're naming all the negatives, all the negatives of Bobo, this, that, whatever, you also need to identify the positives, guys, because you look at the 2020 football season, there were positives. You can't deny there were positives under Mike Bobo. There were positives. You had a 1,000-yard rusher. You averaged 24 points per game with basically no playmakers. I mean, all due respect to Shai Smith and Kevin Harris, but you didn't have like a big-time player on your offense. You had a shoddy offensive line, especially in pass protection, and you still found a way to average 24 points per game and have a 1,000-yard rusher? And again, the comments from Shane Beamer on Monday make me feel much better about the decision to retain Mike Bobo. Again, when he's talking about, you know, we're going to do things we did at Oklahoma. We're going to do some things Mike Bobo does too. We're going to do things that we did at Oklahoma. You know, Shane Beamer did not keep this guy if he thought he was a bum, if he thought he was going to drive his offense into the ground. And, and I'll say this too, and this is the only thing I'll say on it, because I know there's some of you out there thinking it right now. And I saw the reaction on social media when I addressed this on Monday afternoon. I truly do feel that if South Carolina would have had the exact same 2020 season. Statistically, events-wise, the dismissal of Will Muschamp, record all of it. If the 2020 season, if everything remained constant, but it was with Ryan Halinski at quarterback instead of Colin Hill, fans would be clamoring for Mike Bobo to come back. And that's a fact for a lot of people. So again, I look at the decision to keep Mike Bobo, and I say to myself, again, is it the flashy, sexy hire that we all wanted? Not necessarily, but South Carolina could have done much, much worse. When it comes to my thoughts on Mike Bobo, you can pick one of two sides right now on how you feel about the retention of Bobo. You can either side with the fans who watch the games, who are great fans, by the way. South Carolina is one of the best fans. I say the best fans in the entire country, and a very smart fan base as well. I'll give them that. But you can either side with the fans 
who watch the games behind their TV screens. Most of them have never even been in a locker room, have never played a down of football, certainly have never been an offensive coordinator. You can listen to them, or you can listen to people like Shane Beamer. You can listen to football people who know the game, who have played the college game. Hey, guess what, guys? And I don't think he'd mind me saying this. I went on Eric Kimry's podcast. You know who's a big fan of Mike Bobo? Eric Kimry, who's now on South Carolina staff as the tight ends coach. So football people, Mike Bobo, whether you like it or not, is one of the most well-respected offensive minds in the college game. And listen, I'm not sitting here saying fans are not justified in being critical of Mike Bobo and being a little bit skeptical. But I just don't understand the people saying, oh, fire Beamer because of this. Or, you know, burn it all down. We have no hope for 2021. What are you talking about? I think Mike Bobo squeezed blood out of a rock in 2020 and got everything he could have gotten out of that South Carolina football team. And again, if you're on the ledge about Ryan Helensky and you're upset he didn't play, boo-hoo, I'm sorry. It is what it is. You're going to have to get over it. So again, getting to the grade, getting to the point. I give the overall grade for Mike Bobo a B. And I think that's a little bit higher than what Anderson gave Mike Bobo in his grading. I'm going to look here. Um, he gave Mike Bobo a C, which is fair, by the way. He made some good points in his article. But I give Bobo a B. And I, honestly, I thought about giving him a B plus, But I give him a B because of this. I think it's a solid decision to retain Mike Bobo. I think South Carolina is in solid hands in regards to the offense. Now, it's not that flashy, sexy hire. It's not Garrett Riley. It's not a hire like that, but again, you could have done much worse than Mike Bobo at the OC spot. So again, right now, I'm giving offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach Mike Bobo a B grade on my report card. Let's move to running backs coach. Des Kitchings retained from Will Muschamp staff. This one, guys, to me is a no-brainer. I'm giving Des Kitchings an A+. I mean, I really am. I mean, dude, this South Carolina running game had no business had no business having a 1,000-yard rusher. When Marshawn Lloyd went down for the season, guys, I would have bet an ungodly amount of money that the Gamecocks would not have a 1,000-yard rusher. So thank God I was not able to place that bet because I would have lost an ungodly amount of money. But the job Des Kitchens, in a, in a short time too, but taking over for Thomas Brown, by the way, who did a fantastic job at South Carolina. But Des Kitchens, taking over in that role. And also what he's done recruiting as well. Dude's a fantastic recruiter. You look at what he did at NC State too. His reputation precedes him. What he did in the running game for South Carolina. And guess what? It wasn't just Kevin Harris. Deshaun Fenwick looked the best he's ever looked. Hell, Rashad Amos, when he touched the football, looked really good. I can't wait to see what he does with Marshawn Lloyd. Des Kitchings was a no-brainer to keep on staff. And for that reason, I give Des Kitchings an A-plus in regards to his grade on the report card for Shane Beamer's coaching staff. All right, let's move to offensive line coach. And it's funny, this one, you know, this one is like highly, highly debated and talked about as well. And, you know, I don't know if you guys ever noticed, when I have Gamecocks that played, former Gamecocks that played offensive line, when I have them on my show, and I've, I've been blessed enough to have about four or five of those guys, I am always very complimentary to those guys because, you you know, we talk about offensive line play, right? We're fans. We're going to talk about it. I mean, that, that's the thing with football. It's, you know, I, I think, honestly, evaluating football, it's like the easiest sport to talk about that you don't have to play. You know, like anybody can talk football, anybody. 
Baseball is a lot different. If you didn't play, it's extremely painfully obvious. And basketball, I would probably say, is the same way too. But football is that sport where like everybody can talk about it and, and make themselves at least sound smart enough to jump in the conversation. But when I have guys on my show that played offensive line, I'm very complimentary because I really truly feel like unless you've played offensive line or coached it or been around it or whatever, the intricacies that go into playing the position, you simply cannot give enough credit to. You cannot speak enough to it how complex that is. So I'm not going to like beat down Shane Beamer's door over who he decided should be the offensive line coach. But Will Friend coming over from Tennessee. And again, Anderson, let's go back, by the way, to uh, running backs coach. He gave Des Kitchings an A-, minus, so we're right on, right on board there. He gave Will Friend a C plus, And he actually made some really good points. Anderson made some really, really good points in regards to Will Friend. Said he highly praises a recruiter. Offensive lines, though, have had some trouble, especially in recent years at Tennessee. He's been at Tennessee from 2018 to 2020. Vols rushing offense never ranked higher than ninth in the SEC. Passing offense never ranked higher than eighth. And his line allowed the third most sacks in the SEC in 2020. Now, how much of that falls on their issues at quarterback? Because we all know Tennessee has not been able to figure it out at quarterback. The kicker here is this. He worked with Mike Bobo at Colorado State, and their offense was Fantastic, by the way. I think average almost like 500 yards a game. So, do I think this is an upgrade or a downgrade from Eric Wolford? I think it's about the same. I give it a B minus. Um, you know, maybe you could have went out there and got a, a guy that's a little better. But, I mean, for the people that are, like, again, beating down Shane Beamer's door about hiring Will Friend as the O-line coach, give me five names. Hell, give me three names of offensive line coaches you'd rather see. Can you even name three offensive line coaches? Because I, I guarantee you the common fan cannot name three offensive line coaches. Again, I'm going to give it a B-minus grade. I have no issues with it. I think Will Friend is an SEC guy. He's done good work in the SEC. He's familiar with Mike Bobo, knows what Mike wants to do. I have no issues with this Will Friend hire. So, again, I'll give it a B-minus. Let's move to tight ends coach. And, of course, friend of the show, a friend of mine, Eric Kimry. Now, Eric Kimry is a man who needs no introduction. You guys all know who Eric Kimry is. Played quarterback at South Carolina in the late 90s, early 2000s, of course. The Fade um, also ran or did the Fade In podcast, which I was lucky enough to go on um, right before the Auburn game, actually. Was able to talk to Coach Kimry, now Coach Kimry at South Carolina. Um, we all know his reputation and what he did at Hammond High School. I think, what, they won 12 state titles, which is insane, by the way. Am I a little biased when it comes to this hire? Sure, because I'm a huge fan of Eric. Not only is he a great football mind, <clears throat> but he's a great Gamecock. And again, like I said yesterday, his impact, the impact he's going to have on the field, you're going to feel it even more so, I feel like, off the field, the culture, behind the scenes, in the locker room, the type of dude he is. I give this hire an A. The only reason, because I'm trying to be fair, <clears throat> I'm trying to be fair, the only reason I'm not going to give it an A+, plus is because, hey, Coach Kimry doesn't have all of the college experience that some of these other guys have. But with that being said, I think Eric is going to do a fantastic job. He's only going to be a positive addition to this Gamecocks coaching staff. And again, for the job that he will do coaching tight ends, guys, I really believe the impact felt off the field, behind the scenes, in the locker room, around the facility. That is where, to me, 
Eric Kimry will stand out for South Carolina. So again, Eric Kimry, I give that grade an A for Shane Beamer's staff. Let's move to the defensive side of the ball. Defensive line coach Tracy Rocker returns for Shane Beamer's first staff at South Carolina. Before I go there, I keep forgetting to do this. Uh, Anderson gave Eric Kimry a C. Again, I'm a little biased. I'm friends with Eric, so Anderson, you'll have to forgive me. But I, I you know, I think it's a great hire person. Tracy Rocker. Let's move to defensive line coach Tracy Rocker. Anderson gave them a or gave him a B. So I was a little bit more harsh on Tracy Rocker. And the reason is this. I, I think Tracy Rocker, obviously, a very well-respected uh, SEC assistant. He's coached at Auburn, Georgia, Ole Miss, Tennessee, and now at South Carolina. He also spent time in the NFL as an assistant coach. He played at Auburn. He was an All-American defensive lineman. Here's my biggest thing with Rocker, though. And how much of this falls on T-Rob and how much of this falls on Muschamp? I thought the South Carolina defensive line massively underachieved in 2020. Um, you know, when you look at guys like Keir Thomas and Zach Pickens, I know you had injuries late. You know, guys like Brad Johnson and Aaron Sterling both went down, and, and, and those guys played pretty well. But you, you guys, you saw a guy like J.J. Nibari have a really good season. But I just thought, as a whole, the South Carolina defensive line did not have quite the year that I was hoping. Um, and again, how much of that falls on Rocker? And then how much of that falls on T. Robin Muschamp? Right now, I'm giving Tracy Rocker a C plus. Um, I'm kind of in show me mode when it comes to Tracy Rocker. I thought you could have went out there and got somebody a little better. Again, the guy has SEC ties. That's the biggest thing. He has SEC experience and SEC ties. He knows what he's doing on an SEC coaching staff. So again, I'm not like upset or disappointed necessarily they kept Tracy Rocker on, but I just, I wish I could have seen more out of the defensive line in 2020. So for that reason, I'm giving Tracy Rocker a C plus. Let's move to outside linebackers coach Mike Peterson. Outside linebackers coach Mike Peterson and Anderson gives him a B minus. I give Mike Peterson a B plus. B plus. I thought I think Mike has done a really, really good job, especially in recruiting. Um, he was in on the recruitments of Jordan Birch, Brad Johnson, Jamie Robinson, some other big time blue chippers as well. Um, you know, I, I really do believe actually the linebackers played a little bit a little bit better for South Carolina this past year. And I, I think he's a solid addition or solid retention, if you will, to Shane Beamer's staff. So again, give me a B plus. I have no issues with keeping Mike Peterson on staff. Let's move to special teams. Pete Limbo. Pete Limbo, special teams coach. And Anderson giving him an A. An A grade. I also am giving him. And, hey, you take a look at the statistics. A guy who's won the Broyles Award, you take a look at the statistics when he's been at Memphis and everywhere he's really been in regards to um, in regards to special teams. Those teams have done extremely well. Limbo, from people I've talked to, one of the most highly regarded special teams guys in college football. And, again, you know, when you think of hiring a special teams coordinator, I think people kind of take it for granted. And I think if South, as South Carolina fans, we should know how big of a deal – special teams is right I mean we saw it firsthand with Debo Samuel and, and that and that whole get up you know we understand special teams can change a game they absolutely 100% can change the game and I think Pete Limbo is a guy who will bring that dynamic factor to your football team and to your coaching staff so, so for that reason again I love the addition of Pete Limbo I'm going to give him an A as special teams coordinator and finally this one's a no-brainer I had to include it but Connor Shaw being retained, going to be involved. His role is not identified yet necessarily. They're still ironing out the details. 
But keeping Connor Shaw on board, that's an A plus. I mean, that's that's a that's a given. That's a no brainer. Um, you know, we all knew that Connor Shaw had to remain involved with Gamecock football in some capacity. And again, I'm not surprised it's not an on-field role because I've told you guys many times, I don't think Connor Shaw necessarily wants to live that assistant coach life or that coach life in general. I don't think he's a guy that wants to be at the facility till midnight and working the hours that these guys work. Because these guys, hey, say whatever you want. I'll be as critical as any about all of them. But these dudes work their asses off. Do not get it twisted. I'm not sure Connor Shaw really wanted that life, but again, keeping him around Gamecock football, without a doubt, the right decision and the decision that I expected Shane Beamer to make. So again, keeping Connor Shaw on staff, that's an A+. That's an A++++. If you can give higher than A+, that's what it is. So again, that is my grades for Shane Beamer's coaching staff to this point. Now, when South Carolina, they have three more on-field assistants to add, defensive coordinator, wide receiver coach, and either a linebacker or defensive back coach. When those come out, we will go through grade those as well, and I will grade the entire staff. But I thought for now, again, thanks so much for Anderson. Fantastic piece he wrote, kind of inspiring me on this Tuesday podcast. You guys can get a feel of what I'm thinking. But uh, we will evaluate when that happens. And speaking on the Gamecocks defensive coordinator role, before we wrap up here, I did want to give you guys, just let you in on what I'm hearing in regards to the latest rumblings on the Gamecocks defensive coordinator. A lot of you guys are DMing DMing me, asking me, who is going to be the DC? And I know I told you guys last week, my source told me that Jay Bateman was the guy. There has been an update since. Talked to my sources a few days ago. And again, like I said, when I say stuff like this, by the way, guys, the fact I have to preface it is so, is so funny, but you guys know I'm not trying to be like that, that insider guy. You know what I mean? I'm not, obviously, I'm not charging you for this content. I'm just letting you guys in on what I'm hearing from the people that I trust. Bateman and Heacock, very much still in the mix. It sounds like Heacock is probably not likely at this point, though. But from what I'm hearing, because everybody wants to know when, Chris, when are we going to find out who the defensive coordinator is? I think it's going to be this week. I think it might be as soon as tomorrow. And I think most likely right now from what I'm hearing, the name Derek Mason has been floating around a lot. And I think right now from what I'm hearing, from what my source is telling me, it sounds like Derek Mason is most likely the next defensive coordinator at South Carolina. Now, with that being said, by the way, because I want to go ahead and address it really quickly, because I I know from what I've seen on social media, the, the reactions have been mixed to his name even being mentioned. And I, I just genuinely don't understand that. Like, I don't understand the people who want to look at Derek Mason and say he's a bad football coach because what happened at Vandy? Bro, nobody would win at Vandy. Nobody ever has won at Vandy, really. I think Derek Mason would be an awesome hire. And really, like, I think he's a good defensive coach. But really, you think about, like, that infectious energy that Derek Mason has, I think that would be a welcome addition to South Carolina staff. So, again, do not be surprised if in the next few days, as soon as maybe tomorrow, you hear the name Derek Mason announced as Gamecocks defensive coordinator. Again, that's what my people are telling me. We'll see if it happens, guys. Again, thank you so much for tuning in. Happy Tuesday. Hope you're all having a fantastic day, and I hope you all have a fantastic rest of your day. Again, I'm excited, guys. we got a packed week, a lot of stuff going on. We'll have a fantastic guest interview on Thursday as well, the show all week and the Daily Crawl all week as well, noon to one, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.
Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.